Uh, so thanks for taking the time to sit down. It's uh, it's it's been a while actually <laughs> think, since we since we last spoke. I was trying to think when the last thing was that we did together. It might have been Mong the the book club the Mong- yeah manga uh, pod. We I, we we reread uh Bleach, which I actually yeah oh I God. actually remember enjoying more than I thought. Uh, considering how bad Bleach gets later. I don't know what you mean. When all of their weapons turned into people, that was the best arc. That was great. They made all the weapons hot oh, at the I, same time. It was insane. I think, wasn't that a filler arc too? <laughs> Absolutely Oof. was a filler Oof. arc, yeah. And it went on for oh, so long. Uh, now you're in England. I am. Which is, uh, that's, uh, I actually, I would actually love to hear about that because I've, I've never been. Oh. Um, and I, it, I, the only place I've been to in Europe is Ireland. Uh, but I would love to make it out to England at some point. And I guess just starting off, like what, you know, moving. I mean, had, I assume you had visited before. Yeah, or... my my husband's family is in England. So we moved out here mm-hmm. because um, basically like when Sam and I first started talking to one another, he had an opportunity to come to America um, for work stuff. Mm. And so we were like, hey, we could like give this dating thing a shot like in person that would be tight and um and he just wound up staying in america for years there was a a brief period of time where he was back in england when his visa needed to be renewed and um Mm. we got engaged and stuff and then when we got married i was basically like you know i know that you really miss your family and if you ever want to go back to england like i'm down it's my turn right like i'm i'm Mm. ready for that adventure that's fine and so when we yeah. had our kid, I think it was like, yeah, I want to, I want to be near family now. I want to have that support system, and I want Clark to mm. know, you know, her cousins and all of that. So we wound up moving literally right before lockdown. Wow, you, yeah, you dodged a bullet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty wild. Uh, that's, I mean, first off, that's like a very like brave thing to like you know be open to it just like go into a completely different country like that's i mean i guess i guess to be fair you know he came here which totally. is also you know yeah yeah so but still like that's that's uh i think quite a commitment and i think very thoughtful uh <laughs> now and i guess my question is since moving there uh what were like some of the biggest differences i guess in let's say maybe the culture or just you know in general you know it's hard to tell because i mm. haven't i haven't had an opportunity to live a normal life here yet ah uh, that's true because yeah. you know it's been lockdown and then lockdown light and then lockdown again and then lockdown light mm. and then lockdown again so really, I when I moved out here, the only people that I knew were Sam's family. And then I have a, a couple of friends, like streamer friends and YouTuber friends out here. Um, mm. But I've I've had friends that have moved from like East Coast to West Coast. And then obviously mm. like with Sam moving to America, I know that normally it takes, I don't know, like one or two years before you feel like you kind of get it culturally, you know? Yeah. So mm. I'm expecting that because last year was kind of a wash that yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give myself I'm going to give myself like a cool three years of sure, before sure. I feel like, you know, I kind of know I kind of have my footing um, yeah, and yeah. have friends that are like outside of Sam's family and and stuff like mm. that. But 
Where did you guys move to? You guys moved to Los Angeles, right? Where did you guys move there mm-hmm. from? We moved there from Michigan. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so it was quite a it was quite a jump, but um, and that was about oh god at this point, you know the void year always messes me up, but <laughs> uh, about three years, two two three years ago, uh, we ended up we moved here. Did you did you kind of experience that? Did you feel like at first when you came to Los Angeles you were like fuck, and then it it got better after a year or two? Interestingly enough, I adapted pretty quickly. But I think it's just because I had been so ready to move for so long. Mm. Uh, because for me, it was like um, not only, you know, uh, career wise with, you know, the voice voiceover and, you know, me just being like, I got to get out there, got to get out sure. there. But also at this at the by the time I moved out there, I had I had been out there several times and I had made a lot of friends, you know, I you know, whether it was through mutuals on Twitter or even just meeting them in person. Um, so it was this. It was kind of like I a pretty smooth transition in that uh, I wanted to be there. I mean, the biggest the biggest sort of hurdles, not hurdles, but like sort of changes are the fact that traffic is so fucking terrible here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, and also because of California's California has stricter driving laws, and I have really bad vision in one eye, so I actually had to. I can't drive anymore, basically. Oh. Uh, yeah, that was a big sort of surprise because when I, when I went in to get uh, my license renewed or or like get a California license or whatever, um, turns out in California, if you have um, a like in most states like Michigan, as long as one of your eyes is like working perfectly, you're good. You know. Right. Yeah. And you know, I I had been I had been driving for like you know. <laughs> fucking 12 years or whatever no problem <laughs> yeah. right so i figured oh that should be fine right you know i'm not expecting at all i just i was expecting to just go into dmv come on out you know back to normal uh but no they were like oh your left eye uh, it's essentially legally blind wow. uh, like it can see it can see but it, it cannot see well enough like on its own uh and i failed the eye test uh, and they were like yeah if you want to you would have to go to a doctor, get a like a formal like written permission thing, then then me then we would consider letting you take the driving test again, and then maybe and then and then maybe <laughs> like you'll get and I was like you know what I I talked to my wife about it and I was like. Because I was like, fuck, I was like, I have to take the fucking driver's test again, and I got to do all this shit. And she was like, you know what? You hate driving. And I was like, you're right. I do hate driving. <laughs> she was like, fuck it. Just don't get, uh, like, don't. And so, uh, yeah, at, at that point, it was just like, you know, we have one car. So, I was like, you know, if, you know, she has, she's, she has no problem driving. So, if uh, sometimes I would need to ride from her or um, Lyft, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and th- and then with uh, quarantine, turns out it is not as big not of a problem. Not an issue. Yeah, no big yeah, deal. Yeah, when you're stuck at home all the time. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was an interesting shift. But otherwise, a lot of it was actually for the better. Like weather-wise, I'm done with seasons. I fuck winter. I can't stand winter. I never want to live through another winter again in my life. Oh, I grew up in like Minnesota and Michigan, so I'm done with that shit. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, uh, I think having a nice, uh, welcoming friend base here and 
uh, you know, having sort of like what knowing what I wanted to do career wise and sort of pursuing that has it made it. I was excited to move here, basically. So it, yeah. it didn't feel too too rough of a sh- now. If I had moved here like you, like right before lockdown, oh god, I would have been like, I made like for me personally, I made a mistake. Right. I made like like what what did I do? Like I um. Luckily, even during lockdown, though, like um, voiceover has been going well because you know. I was, there was gonna this say, weird I'm sure stutter. everybody says this, but uh, mm, I feel like mm. I hear your voice in so much shit now. It's awesome. So congrats. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, there was a sort of period. This was around March. I, funnily enough, like the day I went into like before I went into lockdown, I went into for a record, and then I was like, okay, like. Uh, it was supposed to be like a group recording, but then because like this was right when COVID was like just announced, like mm. it was getting serious. They were like, okay, it's just gonna be you in the studio. I was like, oh okay. And then I finished that, and I was like, huh. I got in the car with my wife, and I was like, huh. Well, I guess we'll be sitting inside for like a month, huh? Uh, <laughs> for, <laughs> I was like, this can't be like a more than a month, right? Like I can't imagine. Imagine staying, having to be stay, stay indoors for one whole month. Right. Yeah, well. Do you typically like to get out a lot? Um, I do, but it's, I mean, I would say more so, like, I'm used to having people over. Gotcha. Like, uh, I, I play a lot of board games, and so I'll have a lot of different friends over. Uh, and, yeah, I would go out also, like, semi-often, like, you know, for either work and or just for hanging with people. Mm. Um, but I... So it, it was a pretty, I mean, still has been, but, you know, pretty significant, like, change in my life of, you know, I talked to a lot of people who, well, not a lot of people, but some people I know who are, like, they were pretty much, like, homebodies to begin with. So they were, like, right. it didn't change too much, but even for them, it's kind of stretching their limits. I thought I was, like, that, like, oh, yeah, I'll look forward to, like, having, like, a bunch of time, like, an excuse to stay in and, like, I don't know, read more, do whatever. But right. Start after, my after sourdough like month, starter, you know. Yeah. Do all that shit. Yeah, do all that shit. And then after a month, I was like, yo, fuck this. I miss people. Uh, and I realized I uh, am, I guess, more extroverted than I thought. So yeah, it, it, my, it was uh, one of those things. My friend Angie was, mm. was saying something kind of similar. She was like, I don't think I realized how touchy i am until i could not touch people like Mm. i am so used to i'm a huggy person i hug all my friends you know i just i touch people a lot and i can't see them and i can't touch them and i'm realizing like how much that affects me mentally it's really interesting yeah no it's it's once you you take a lot of things for granted Mm -hmm. right like whether it's you know seeing other people even touching other people like you're right like just giving a hug or even like a just you know it's uh, it's jarring. Now, yeah. I guess uh, during this time, um, what have you been up to in your free time? Oh, I I did the whole like, I'm going to read so many books. I'm like, <laughs> I, I have a lot of books that I want to read. It's really difficult for me to get engaged with them. It's really rare for yeah. me to just sit and chomp a book, you know? Um, sure, sure. So I got... I don't know, like 75% of the way through The Hobbit. 
and then oh, okay. and that's yeah. still just been kind of sitting there waiting for me to finish <laughs> it i don't i can't use the excuse of well i just don't want to know how it ends because fuck i know how it ends um yeah. but <laughs> i don't know for some reason maybe that's part of it though it's like i already know how this <laughs> maybe, ends like maybe. yeah yeah maybe that is part of it um but i uh i love doing like diy and building projects and oh, okay. when i had to move i basically gave all of my tools away because mm. it was just you know we just wanted to downsize as much as possible before we put stuff on a ship and like flew out you know so yeah, yeah. so yeah I, I gave a lot of my cooking stuff away a lot of my tools away and i think yeah because we were we were stuck inside a bit more than I expected. I was going, man, I really want to do that. Oh shit. I actually don't have what I need to do that. <laughs> mm. So the last year has been a lot of, of me realizing, Oh, I guess I should get this. I guess I should get this. And, um, I see. trying to, trying to do some projects like that. But fortunately my, my kid is starting to get to the age where she's really interested in trying to do like, stuff with me if she sees me doing oh, okay. things so she's been cooking with me a lot and that's been really fun and um i've been trying to like get better at embroidery and so i found like a, a needle that isn't really sharp and and she and i have mm. been like messing around with that and stuff and so i think that's that's been kind of a nice element is like what can we do that's a little bit different today it doesn't have to be different mm. for me. It can just be different for her, and it still winds up being engaging because I'm trying to teach her something, you know? Yeah, yeah. How how old is Clark now? She's uh, almost three. She's turning three in April. Wow. I know. Wow. <laughs> what is time? That's crazy. Uh, it's wild. What um, what are like her favorite things to do, just like in general? Currently, she likes putting on talent shows, which oh, really hell is yeah. just right. It it's really just she asks us to introduce her, <laughs> you know, to the the ladies, gentlemen, and non-binaries, and then she walks out and she dances. Yeah. And then if we if we like if it goes on for really really long and we're like yay good job <laughs> she's like I am not finished <laughs> she keeps dancing she'll literally dance until we're like and we need we really need to do something else. <laughs> Um, uh, she's, she really enjoys making muffins because nice, nice. she can sneak like fistfuls of sugar if I'm not looking. What's her, what's her favorite muffin? Blueberry. That's because the best. She can, that's the best muffin. She can play with the frozen blueberries. It's really oh. fun. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's not even, not even for taste, <laughs> but for play value. It's just, yeah, for play value, you I know, is the whole that. Is the whole process from start to finish good? Obviously, it rounds out with you eat a muffin, so that part's great. But like, <laughs> was the the making it process also fun? Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, really into bugs, really into dinosaurs. Uh, I don't know. She's just loving life, so it it keeps it keeps us positive because <laughs> she doesn't great. know any different. You know, for her, like, she we didn't have any any family or really a lot of friends that knew how to take care of kids so mm. we were basically everything like we took care of her exclusively up until okay. the point that we moved and then yeah. we were like yay we'll finally have family around and family can help out with clark and we can help family out with their kids and now you know we can't really intermingle at all yeah. so that was kind of a wash over the last year but 
Mm. Um, it is. I'm. I'm kind of glad because again, like it's. She doesn't know any different. She didn't like suddenly have this this life of like seeing a bunch of family and a bunch of friends and all of that sort of ripped mm. from her and us having to explain right. that to her. You know. Right. Yeah. So the there was no like sudden transition to a different. It's still pretty much as far as she knows like same same old it's the same yeah it's the Uh, same for her so that is that is good uh now i know she's pretty young but has she expressed any interest in like what she wants to be like any like goals or anything like that like i remember when i was her age i wanted to be a teacher uh oh that's that's very wholesome and and that actually like i actually thought i wanted to be that for I even considered it in college, actually. And then I was like, ah, no. But I, 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 uh, I did think for a while. Um, so I was just curious. Yeah, okay. No, but you know what? She's, right now is the time for, honestly, muffins and dinosaurs. And honestly, right. I wish I could also, go back to that life. As far as she's concerned, work is um, playing games with the computer. Because that's what <laughs> Sam and I do when we say we're working. So. Sure. She'll like, she has a little, um, a friend of mine sent kind of a busted, like bright blue keyboard out for her. So she'll like take her little keyboard and like smash it and be like, I'm doing important work. And we're like, all right, (laughs) enjoy yourself. (laughs) That's great. The only reason I bring this up is, you know, remembering uh, Manga Pod. But have you been reading or watching anything good lately on the, on the, on the weeb end? Oh gosh. Um, Sam and I actually last night started watching some of the new season stuff but it's a it's a lot of like second seasons of stuff right like uh Mm. second season of dr stone second season of Mm. reincarnated as a slime sure um caught up on jujutsu kaisen and all that sort of stuff he won't watch no bless with me did you ever read no bless (sighs) which one's no bless i have not it's the it's the manhwa about vampires. Oh, yeah. I did not. Is it good? <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know. Because, well, the manhwa, I, I really like the manhwa. Um, okay. It's sort of all over the place, but I'm I'm fine with it. It's kind of popcorn-y. Um, but the, the anime, it's a Crunchyroll original, which I guess they're like going for all the manhwa at Crunchyroll because they did yeah, they, Tower they, of God They did Tower of well. God and... Yeah. Is, are they doing what's God of High School? Or is that somebody else? Yeah, God yeah, of High yeah, School yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. is another manhwa. Is that one a Crunchyroll too? I have no idea. Uh, <gasps> I think so, but okay. Gosh. No, I did. Oh, oh, I, they actually <laughs> <laughs> this no bless thing. They did this thing where they sent a bunch of people pizza boxes with this on it, including what? Me, including me. They were like, I think one of the people emailed me like, hey. Uh, do you want a pizza? And I was like, yes. Uh, so they, of course I do. They, yeah, sure. I would love a free pizza. So they sent me a pizza, <laughs> and it had, uh, you know, let me see if I can find uh, find the photo for you. But uh, it just, yep, I just had big old noble. Amory was like, what the hell? My wife was like, what the hell is this? And I was like, uh, it's, it, it's it's pizza. Vampire pizza. It's vampire pizza. Vampire manhwa pizza. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, here it is. Um, you know it. it I, I enjoyed the pizza. It, it wasn't bad. No, I have not seen this, but I wonder. It to be honest, it doesn't look like my thing. But maybe the manhwa might be <laughs> might be more up my alley. I think it it 
it seems like it's going to be um like a bishonen staring at the camera sort of thing mm. um which it does have some some really sick fights in it and it's got some interesting like story beats mm-hmm. but it does it it suffers from hey whatever happened to that guy syndrome right where they'll like they'll mm. pull at a thread and then just kind of drop it and you're like wow i hope I hope we get that payoff one one day. Gotcha. Yeah, but we got m- maybe halfway through the opening theme, and my husband was like, this seems weird. I'm out. <laughs> Just walked out of the fucking room, and I was like, okay, I guess I'm watching this by myself. But so uh, like Jujutsu like, Kaisen or whatever is fine. <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen's tight. Yeah, it's I mean, really good. No, I hear that's great. I But I, I'm just, I think it's funny. Like, I'll, I'll watch Jujutsu Kaisen and... Uh, uh, all these other ones, but no bless. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it doesn't help that when people hear, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a vampire anime. Mm. They immediately think, you know, like fucking diabolic lovers and shit. Like, oh, mm. so where's the harem? Where's the creepy scenes? Yeah, where's yeah. all that shit? And that's not what this is at all. But okay. like, there's, there's sort of a, a an assumption on things that might happen in it, you know? Yeah, I see. I may have to tell my wife about this because she uh, has been watching all sorts of vampire things. Uh, like anything like of the vamp... Oh, like, you know, uh, she watched like Castlevania and like Buffy and American Horror mm. Story and just any anything vampire or horror, even, you know, especially if it's schlocky, uh, she's <laughs> absolutely been devouring lately, so... Maybe I'll have to tell her that no bless. You know, she came in and she was like, you didn't tell me JoJo's Bizarre Adventure had vampires. I was like, oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. For a reason. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, I, I, uh, maybe, maybe I'll tell her about it and she can let me know. Um, (gasps) Wait. Oh my God. I might, I might have a YouTube video recommendation. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Um, there's a, there's a YouTuber called Jenny Nicholson who made, oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. there's a two and a half hour <laughs> video called the vampire diaries video. Oh, and shit. she literally has like a conspiracy board up and explains everything in detail about the vampire. I've never watched it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I watched this and I watched this entire fucking video because it was so funny. Damn. Just like explaining what everything that's going on with this show. Which one is the vampire? That's a that's a live action show, right? Yeah, it's it's got it's like it's got you know Riverdale vibes in terms yeah. of quality. Mm. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's vampire brothers who fall in love with a, a perfectly normal girl. Of course, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. but do they fight and for her affection? Absolutely. And, you know, one of them is the bad boy and one of them's nice. um, But he has a secret dark side if he drinks human blood. You know, you know, all that shit, you know. So now did you start watching it or it was was all your information just from that video? (laughs) I'll check out out this video because her stuff is really funny. Uh, Her stuff is so funny. Hold on. I'm linking you the video. Yeah, I'll I'll have to check this out. (laughs) Because um, yeah, I, I do love videos that just kind of deep dive into things I don't give a shit about, but they make it funny. Uh, yeah, people absolutely. do that with like Kingdom Hearts and like other things, and that's always fascinating to me to to hear about. These Regardless things. of how good the video is, you're never you're never gonna touch that. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> I can I can just enjoy this without 
getting mad or getting my hopes up. I, I'll just I'll just see what you've created and then move on with my life. It's kind of like with like some shonen manga in the past. When I fell off of them, I would still keep up with them by reading the wiki sometimes. I'd be like, oh, mm. well, I'd be like, oh, what happened in this? Ch- Let's see what happened to old Naruto because I, I never finished Naruto. <laughs> did you finish Naruto all the way? I didn't. No, where I did can't you? Even where did you fall what, off? Oh, you don't remember where you fell off. I got off. like right. I got like right past the pain arc, so I got pretty far. Oh, you got. I think um, you got farther than me. Okay. Yeah, but I never. I didn't get far enough that I feel like I can really watch Boruto, mm. which I think is fine. Yeah, I think you're um, fine. I think it's fine too that you don't need to. Yeah, yeah, like there are fight scenes occasionally that people will put up on Twitter. And I'm like, wow, that was a tight fight scene. Yeah. I don't. I still. I. I assume that anytime something cool happens in Boruto, somebody will put it on Twitter, and then I can. And then I can. And I don't have to watch every all the in between. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I mean, I especially have less investment. I think in Naruto. Uh, I fell off in the middle of that arc. Uh, a character dies oh. in that arc, and I was like, eh, I don't care anymore. Um, <laughs> I think I know exactly. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you're talking about. I was like, oh, I don't care anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so it was difficult to keep going for me as well. It's like, do I care anymore? Oh, right. fuck. So after yeah. that, I fell off. But you know, uh, my wife is interested. In, she never watched Naruto ever. When she, mm. we only, I only showed it to her like a couple of years ago. Because she's like, I, I was like, you've never seen Naruto? Let's just watch a little bit of Naruto. And now she's expressed interest in, like, watching that. Like, because she didn't grow up like a dirty weeb like me. So, <laughs> like, it, I think she kind of got into it more around, let's say, like, Gurren Logan era, right? She kind of got back in okay. or got into, you know, obviously she watched, like, Sailor Moon and Pokemon as a kid. But then there was this sure. period where there's, like, Inuyasha, Naruto. She's like, she specifically was like, we should watch Inuyasha. I was like, fuck it, I'll watch Inuyasha. It's been like forever. But, uh. Oh my God. Yeah. I never enjoyed Inuyasha. You know, I liked Inuyasha because I think first off, what helped was I read the manga first, which I think is better. Mm. But I have a soft yeah. spot. Even weak Rumiko Takahashi is still fun. Uh, yeah. It just, obviously, the show just meanders, and the manga meanders. It's just, like, <laughs> going around, finding these goddamn jewel shards. But, uh, yeah, no, she, like, missed out on this sort of, like, that discovery period of weeb, of weeb time where you're, like, you're watching just anything you can get your hands on. Naruto, Unuyasha. Sure. Uh, she kind of jumped back into, like, the Gurren Lagann and, you know, was watching good stuff from that point on. Uh, but never had that, like nostalgic time of oh yeah i used to watch naruto or bleach and all that shit um so right and it yeah it always like it sounds like you're trying to flex but it's never that to like talk to somebody and be like yeah well you know i would go on to like the old geocities websites and i would find people who were doing fan subs and then i would send them a vhs tape and then they would (laughs) put their fan sub onto the vhs tape and then send it back to yeah yeah and sometimes you had to go into weird irc chats and and be like hey does anybody have i don't know kamikaze kaitao jun i read about that on a random website it seems cool yeah like just yeah that weird period of like i don't know i'll try it i hope it's not hentai but like who who knows i have no other info to go off of you'll try first off you'll you want to watch as much as you can and it's not easy to it wasn't as easy i mean now it's like 
kids these days like they have it's so they have like five different An streaming embarrassment services. of riches yes yeah, five Seriously. different streaming services all like half of them dedicated only to anime it's like god do you you guys have it good like uh <laughs> i had to and know, i'm glad it's it's know. so nice because i think now when people say oh i i would love to start watching anime but i don't really know what to watch you've I think there's more of a comfort level about being like, well, what are you into? Because mm. I can guarantee you that there's something good in a genre you like that yes. is available to you, which wasn't yeah. always the case. So yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I think anime um, over time. I think there. I think yeah. I mean, it's just gotten. There's just so much, so many different not only genres but just sort of like premises, right? Genres and premises, and I think also. Anime is slowly making more and more steps to be more inclusive as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's it's overall like, yeah, I would be hard pressed like hearing like let's say someone's never seen anime, but I say what other shows do you like? What other things do you like? I can almost always give them at least one recommendation, strong recommendation for a show. Yeah. Have you? Um, oh, actually, b- before I uh, ask anything else, I do like to. Uh, give uh the guest an opportunity if you would like to uh bring up a topic or ask me a question if you would like uh no pressure but if anything comes to mind otherwise i'm just gonna talk more about other shit um (laughs) (laughs) so um when when uh you were talking about because i i do know that you're a huge board game buff Mm, yeah yeah, um but i actually i i haven't ever known have you do you play ttrpgs at all not so much, no. Uh, more like just um, board game and card game stuff. But uh, mm. do, you, do you play a lot of t- uh, tabletop a stuff? A lot. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. What are your main yeah. channels? Like D&D or? D&D is the one that um, more people know. It's easiest to like put together a group of people to play D&D, I think. Sure. But my f- my favorite system is called Fate. Oh, okay. Um, It's... It's really fun because it's it's sort of uh, everybody tells the story together. Oh, it's more like that. Okay. Um, so you basically there was a group of us and we all wanted to do a game that took place in space, mm. and we were trying to figure out the right system to use and decided on fate because <laughs> because like you know one person was going well I want to be a killer robot and mm. I was going I want to be a slime monster and another person <laughs> was going I, I want to be like a space elf you know and and in order for all of us to be able to be whatever crazy alien we wanted to make up mm. um, we needed a system where there weren't any preset races or anything like that it was just you know you figure out what it is that you want and then you you create statements Okay. That are that are like your primary who you are and and mm. what you care about and et cetera et cetera. And then as you play, you pull from those statements in order to do actions. Okay. So my my like primary statement was that I'm the future richest slime in the galaxy, right? So he's like he's greedy, he's mm. a slime, okay. he's et cetera, right? So that statement encompasses a lot about me. Sure. Um. And then when I'm doing things, I can be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm going to slip through the drain. And I can do that because I'm a slime, as mm. is evidence in in my statement. Right. Oh, OK. But then also other people in the group 
can compel you to do things. There's like an in-game currency. Mm. So somebody could say like, hey, because you're a slime, I think it would be cool if you like turned into a drink and tried to make somebody drink you and then made fun (laughs) of them for it. And you can choose to be like, sure, yeah, I'll do that, right? And it creates like interesting situ. Like that's a really stupid example. That's like, a, that's-, that's an awesome example, honestly. But-, <laughs> but it creates opportunities for for other people if they think of something interesting or something compelling or just something stupid. Mm. They can they can be like, hey, you should do this, and then you can decide whether or not you want to do it's it. It's almost got like an, an, an improv sort of feel. Right. Totally. Um, I guess my question is, but you said it's there's no like one DM or GM or whatever. I don't play tabletop. There is. Oh, there is. Okay. There is still. Yeah, there is still a person who's like guiding you through the game. Mm. But anybody at any time can compel. I see. And the, the compelling aspect is is essentially you saying like, hold on. What if in the story this happened instead? Oh, you know? okay, okay. And so it's like it's it's a built-in way for everybody to contribute to the story and come up with their own ideas and not feel like they can't really like butt in or tell each other what to do. Like telling each other what to do is literally a mechanic. Uh-huh, okay. Um, which is fun. Yeah, it, it's it's a really cool system. I've wanted to run a game in Fate. How, so. how long would you say it takes to like? learn how to play roughly um i don't think that i don't think it takes too long okay 10 minutes or like five you know oh (laughs) uh i'm trying to think how long it took to sort of understand just like the the basic how-to of the game Mm. i would say like 20 or 30 minutes okay okay that's not to get everybody like on the same page you know and and i also feel like if nobody really knows how it works at first it's fine because the if the DM does something and everybody's like, wait, is that how that works? You can just kind of house rule it and be like, ah, sure. Mm, okay. I think what, you know, I've always been kind of, int- I've played D&D once. Um, I, I've, I've always been intrigued by like TTRPG stuff. But it, to me, I think the barrier to entry, which is strange because I've played so many board games, but it is kind of mm-hmm. like the... Well, I I wouldn't say this is the first barrier to entry. I think the first is, like, dedication of time, right? Like, you got to, like, dedicate a lot of time and, you know, if you're going to, especially if it's, like, a recurring campaign or something. That's the first thing. But the second thing is uh, kind of uh, learning it. Like, um, D&D to me just feels, as an example, I know there's so plenty of other ones, but just as a baseline example, there's just so many things you got to know and i guess if you're a player versus a dm or do you, do you, do you say dm i don't even i this is how yeah. little i know okay yeah i guess the player has less to worry about but they're still like even when i was playing it like you know my friend kind of stripped it down and made it like more palatable more simplistic but even then i was i was like just not really sure about everything that was going on and i felt like i was missing out on a lot um rules wise whereas i think a lot of people you know since they grew up with it um and just have poured over those rules and just know them it's a lot more intuitive to them if it helps yeah i i don't i still don't know all the rules perfectly (laughs) see i think that does help but that but that that would but that would (laughs) for me that would just bother me so because i'm the person who's like i want to know all the things you know just to you know 
Sure. But I also understand um, are... to let yourself just kind of, you know what? You're just, you're a character in a story and just, you know, learn, know what you need to know. That I, I, I can respect that as well. There are also, because I, you're not the only person that has this problem, mm. right? And I think more and more people are also wanting to find like, what's a simpler system that maybe my kids could play, you know? Mm. So there are systems like, I think it's called Quest RPG, but I can't remember. There's also Dungeon World. There are ones that are like, okay, you only use D20s or you only use D6s. Mm. Um, there are no turns. It's just kind of like, you know, it's more of a storytelling sort of thing yeah. uh, that tries to take those mechanics and sort of pare them down to the basics mm. and have it be more about, you know, like, okay, why are you all adventuring together? You're keeping a secret from him. What's the secret? You know, like prompts like that to develop interconnectivity between the characters. And then it's just kind of go, have fun. Mm. Um, so I I think a lot of people are are thinking about that specifically. Okay. Like how do we make how do we make a more accessible version of this idea? Um, and also some people are are trying to put together, you know, how can I make a, a one-time sit-down version of this idea? Mm, you know, okay. how do I make something where you can tell the whole story in one go if you want sure, to? Sure, sure. So, that yeah. would also be people, people are definitely trying to do that. That would also be a big help if it was just like yeah, I mean, I'm down to play, like, we can play, like, you know, six hours or whatever, but if it's, like, as long as it's, like, one sitting, that would make things a sure. lot better. <laughs> uh, one thing that really makes me interested in this fate system is, uh, uh, this is another thing about D&D. Well, there's two things about D&D. One, I can't, high, high fantasy, I, I don't care. Just, I'm, I, I'm, I'm falling sure. asleep just thinking about it. So, like, uh... <laughs> The fact that the fact that fate can be pretty much right, anything. it can be anything. Yeah, like we could be like yeah plumbers or something. We could be totally yeah. that. I want a uh, and I know I know you know my wife because my wife is really into D and D and she's like, well, you know, it mm. doesn't have to be. I'm like, yeah, but isn't it? Don't you kind of have to make it kind of fantasy? Like it's all based on like clerics and like I don't care all this stuff like. I don't feel I I would much rather play something where it's like yeah you you uh can do whatever you want in this world or this kind of type of universe. Um mm. now let me ask you the second thing that I find really I don't care for in D&D is how are, you said the in fate that they're not turn based but how long do the battles take? <laughs> um I mean it it like, are they shorter? I would say that, or about as long. That's a difficult question mm. because, depending on the person who's running okay. it, they might they might want it to be like more of a like a meaty you know, fight. There's there's a puzzle oh, here. You know, yeah. I'm dark soulsing this, and there's like you know there's elements that you need to figure out in order to defeat this thing and that means it'll take longer mm, or okay. you know i'm i'm pitting you up against a monster that technically you're kind of under leveled for so yeah the fight's going to take a long time i think it it depends um when i've done like dungeon world games uh they've haven't they haven't taken that long okay. But I, but I also feel like in my situation, because I'm I'm kind of a younger DM. Mm. I think in my situation, it was 
that I gave them something that was too easy, okay. right? So it's it's hard to say. Sure, sure. But I, I think that you can, that's one of the nice things, and I'm sure you've heard this a million times, but that's one of the nice things is you can say like, I would rather that we do a game that's more role play focused and less combat focused. Mm. And like if there are fights, fine. But like I don't want to be sitting there, you know, trying to figure out like the the fourth element that I need <laughs> to unlock in order to take down his third ability sure. and then defeat it. Right. So like Yeah, to me the combat was definitely like the least interesting part. Uh it was mm. really more of the Exploring and interacting and act, you know, RPing more so, uh, yeah. yeah. Which is kind of why like um, board games are so attractive to me in that they usually have very elegant, very like you know, combat systems of just they're usually not too complicated, but they offer enough tactical thinking or whatever to make it very satisfying without having to do a whole without having to draw it out for like. A long period of time but. what um what board games have you found have been the easiest to play with people during lockdown oh um so <laughs> i keep bringing up this website on the podcast but it's great board board game <laughs> board game arena have you heard of it i have yeah that's been the best way for me to uh play games with people um mm. just because it has like the i think the most elegant interface now games on there like uh some of the most successful games for me because i play with like a variety of people some people who play like really hardcore and some who are like you know are pretty new um yeah but have you ever played like liar's dice like peruto yeah. uh liar's dice is a, just a very simple like bluffing game where everybody rolls five dice under a cup um, and then you're like trying to like make bids. It's you know the card game like bullshit where you're like bidding up yeah. and up and up. So it's like you go okay. I think underneath all the cups there are ten fives, and the next person has to go either raise the bet or they have to be like I think you're wrong. Uh, and so it becomes a thing of does this person looking at their dice actually think that there are ten fives or are they just trying to raise the bet to keep it going? Because uh, what happens right. if is if you call someone out and then we reveal the cups and they're wrong, they lose one of their dice permanently. But oh, if, yeah, but if you challenge them, but they were right, you lose a dice. You lose all your dice. You're out. Ah. It's really simple rules. I mean, there's a little more than that because like because like uh, the ones are uh, wild, so they can count as any number, and like you can like either go down to they're called birds in Peruto, but you can go down to birds or increase it back double it and go back up to regular numbers there's like a little more nuance but it's still at its core of just a very pure like poker-esque like bluffing game and it's very satisfying to be like somebody says there's not 12 sixes i'm like yeah and then you reveal and every and there are like and then you just going haha fuck you like very very <laughs> pure like in your face sort of um the same the same satisfaction you get of like revealing a good poker hand um, right. that's been very successful um, uh, a couple of card games um, and then in person uh, it usually has to be stuff that's like two players so uh, escape room have you ever played like an escape room board game like exit the room no I actually had no idea there were escape room board games but Whoa. of course there are now do you like escape rooms yeah I love escape rooms uh, does your husband like escape rooms 
Yeah. I would recommend, um, they're called Exit. Exit the game. Um, there's a whole slew of them. Now, I will say okay. they are basically one-time experiences each. Uh, sure. So try to get them cheap. And they're relatively, like, uh, I think worth what the price is. Like, uh, But basically what an escape room game is, at least with those games, is it's a it's a puzzle and it's not a puzzle it's many puzzles in a box and it's like a story and it's like oh you're locked in the museum and with this deck of cards and this sort of like manual and these tools you you're going through the story and you're solving puzzles to continue and you're timing yourself too because you you score yourself at the end of like what was your time uh how many hint cards did you use uh, that sort of thing. But I will say, gotcha. as far as puzzle design goes, there's always at least one, usually like two or three. There's Okay, there's probably like 20-ish puzzles in the box. Uh, but there's usually one or two that make you go, oh my fucking God, in terms of brilliance. You're like, it like it completely <laughs> changes your idea. There are so many of these. Holy yeah, yeah shit. it completely changes your idea of like how, what a board game is. And it's like, I would I would describe them almost as like you you you're familiar with like you know uh, Kojima esque like things in Metal Gear yeah where it's just like yeah, who, yeah. who how could you think of this like you're like, right. like like what sort of madman yeah, yeah. yeah so these games are designed by this couple I think it's like a German couple and they're just genius puzzle designers and uh, it really does give you the feel of like an escape room because it's like okay to unlock the next stage of the uh, story. You gotta like unlock these five puzzles, and then okay, we did those. All right, we got those. Now we can move on to the next part, uh, and it progresses mm-hmm. and progresses. But if you like puzzles, if you like escape rooms, um, I would say just pick one up to to start. They're usually about they can take you about maybe I'd say two hours ish, but it's well worth it, especially like uh, considering how well designed that they sounds- are. Super fun. Sam and I, Sam and I have always been bad about like, um, since having Clark, we're basically like ships in the night most of the sure. time. It's like I, I get up, I'm with Clark, and then, uh, I start working. Clark has a little bit of alone time, and then Clark and Sam are together while I'm working, yeah. and then once I'm done working, we have dinner together, and then Sam starts working. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, we've started just taking every Wednesday night off together which has been really nice nice. this would be so fun to do one of these nights i highly recommend it they do come with like difficulty levels on them so i would say if you know if you're not sure if you're like "Mm, just get like an easy one to start but i'm pretty Mm. sure not i'm fairly sure you will enjoy it it's it's definitely like a very unique experience especially for a game uh if you're careful with it you could re-gift it, but you, the game does kind of encourage you to, like, cut things up and, like, you know, write oh, on shit. things. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, I don't I don't mind, like, getting this full price because I could just, like, give it to other members of the family. <laughs> if you literally, like, destroy you don't. So you don't have to destroy. Let me, let me, how much does an exit the game cost? Like, they're usually, like, what, 10? It's showing up as, like, 13 bucks. Oh, okay. That's easily worth it. Because for me, I tell people, listen. How much does a real escape room cost? Like, you know, think more than, more 13, than thirteen bucks. bucks. So, like, you're playing with two people. You're okay. That's six dollars each, and it's gonna be like 
two to three hours, you're basically spending like two dollars an hour for like really fun like puzzle solving. So I just I always yeah. tell people like because a lot of people have hangups of like, um, I'm, you, you know, are you familiar with like legacy games like Pandemic Legacy? Yeah. yeah. People are like oh what you like you only play it like twenty times and then it's you can't play it again. It's like what. How much how much time do you have that are you playing all your bo- <laughs> are you playing all your board games 20 times cuz for me playing a game yeah, like 5 real. times is like wow cuz i mean for me i have a i'm always like trying to play the new game the next new game next new game but like getting yeah. like pandemic legacy season 1 have you played it or are you are you have you are you familiar no oh, okay are you, are you familiar with pandemic yes okay like pandemic legacy is a story i would recommend this as well actually if you like uh pandemic it's a story-based campaign pandemic where you, you, you each you play a game of pandemic and then all the decisions you made and everything that happened on the board is permanent. So it's like if this city got diseased in your playthrough, it will stay diseased in the next game. And it's like you oh, you, ha- you have this deck of cards. It's very similar to the escape game because you get like a deck of cards and it's a story. And it's like don't look past this card until you play it the next game. Because what will happen right. is like, oh, episode two, oh, here's the twist. Like, now the game changes. Like, you unlock new things. There, are, It comes with like 20 boxes you can't mark like A through T or whatever you can't, you, <laughs> that you can't open until specific moments. It's like, all right, now open box C and read what's inside and put those components on the board. It's like... It goes. It goes That's wild. That's our shit's so fun. It's That's awesome. one of the best board gaming experiences I've had. Uh, I have season two. I haven't played it yet, but season one, I highly recommend. Like, especially if you, I would say it would work well with two. But let's say you know, pandemic's off. <laughs> okay, yeah, pandemic's done. Now play <laughs> pandemic. Uh, like you, if you can get like I played it with a group of three. I think three or four. If you can get like a regular group, uh, it's extremely fun like uh Mm. one of the most satisfying experience but but it's a game where by the end you cannot replay it because you it you literally are like destroying cards you're putting permanent stickers on the board uh right uh you cannot replay it but for me it's like and people are like oh but what's the point it's like because you played it like 20 times and it was a great experience and i mean yeah I mean that it it's absolutely worth it. Uh and like if you really wanted to, you could buy another one and play it with like a new group. Uh but uh yeah, I I as it long as the game is excellent. Worth it to it's me. absolutely worth it. So I would recommend both that and the um uh but especially the exit the games now cuz those I know work extremely well with uh two players. Um hmm. which I think a lot of pe- a lot of people have been asking me on, you know, like, what are, like, good two-player games? Cause especially because people yeah, are Yeah, I'm are sure everybody's home. blowing you up. Like, hey, what can I play mm. with? Uh... No, no, yeah. I, I, I ended up making a video that's like, here's 25 of them. Never ask me again. Like, here's 25 <laughs> two-player games, the best ones. Now I never have to answer this question again. It was easily, like, one of, the, one of the most frequently asked uh, board game questions. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. God, I went on a board game... T- tangent but i fucking love board games uh <laughs> no that's yeah. awesome yeah but um this is this is kind of a, a well it's a big heel turn do you ever have you ever watched um cracking the cryptic no what is that on youtube it's it's entirely a sudoku channel 
Whoa, <laughs> but, I think I've heard about this. Is this the one where like they go into like super complex Sudoku shit? They do wild Whoa. Sudoku puzzles on there. Okay. Um, I've heard I of didn't this. realize that there were so many different types of Sudoku and like different rule sets and all of this other stuff. And like the guy who does them. Um, I wish I could remember his name, but the guy who who primarily like plays through them, he always they have a team that uh, that makes sure that they're like solvable, mm. and then gives them to him, and then he records himself doing it like sight unseen. Yeah. Um, and he's so giddy the whole time he's playing like while he's doing he's like wow this is just lovely this is so well put together like what a what a fantastic puzzle like it's just it's so it's just like wholesome puzzle solving it's wonderful that's honestly me with a lot of game board games but yeah (laughs) and hopefully that's the feeling you'll have when you play exit but i i i'm literally buying it right now oh great i would love i would love to know what like if you do play it what your thoughts are because uh it's great especially which one are you buying actually um so i put forbidden castle in my basket okay okay. is there a specific one that that you think is just like you know let me let me pull up the one i've played a couple let me let me pull up the ones i've played that i can personally recommend uh i would say abandoned cabin is is a good one pharaoh's tomb is good and mysterious museum was good uh, but okay. like, I don't know how easy those are to find. If they're not, if they're not, if they're expensive, don't. It's not worth it to pay more. But if they're around that thirteen dollar price, uh, those three are pretty solid. But uh, I would just like to know, not the spoilers for the puzzles, because I'm gonna play those at some point. But I would love to know your sure. your general reaction to the system, because the system is okay. is usually this. It's the same. You'll see when you play it. There's like a like almost like a decoder wheel and stuff. Anyway, uh, it's a really ingenious system i know that there's a i'm trying to remember what it's called i used to get ads for it all the time but um there's a like one of those monthly subscription box sort of things Mm. where every month you get a package in the mail in like an envelope with all kinds of like weird stamps all over it okay inside is it basically treats you like you're some kind of either investigator or like an agent and it it gives you like like puzzles and um and like ciphers to solve and things like that and that always sounded so cool to me that does sound actually rad as hell uh <laughs> i'll see if i can find it if i can i'll link you to it cool yeah no i mean uh, as i'm sure you can easily tell i love puzzle solving uh mm-hmm. it's oh <laughs> this will this may be an interesting topic to bring i don't know if you've ever heard of this but have you heard of not prawn no what is that okay oh boy so not prom. <laughs> uh, I never we we okay. How do I explain not prom? Uh, not prom is a game, and I don't think I don't think I've talked about this on the maybe I did once on the podcast, but whatever. It's an online sort of puzzle game experience where uh, you know I'll link you to the first page. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have okay. to do it. But you, you'll see what I'm talking about. This is the first level, and all okay. all it is, and and would you like me to do it on the podcast? Uh, well, Should the first. Am I opening this now? Do you have Firefox? Uh, I have Chrome. It'll. I think it'll be fine for now. If you let's say you do actually get into this, 
you'll need Firefox eventually, I think, to make it easier. But oh, okay. but if you if you open it, and everyone, you can go to notpron.org slash notpron slash level1.htm. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, I had to close it. <laughs> so go ahead, and uh, you just got to get to the next page. Okay. <laughs> I clicked it. And it said, go in the door. And I opened the door and then like there was a really loud like room tone sound. So oh, you can. You because it put me on it. You can uh, mute the sounds. I will. I will say people get scared. Like, is this like a like a jump scare thing? It's not. I promise. It's 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 OK. The sound effects you can honestly turn off. Um, now, each level, it's just you got to somehow get to the next page. But it's very wild how these how 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 crazy it gets so for like level two for example uh you can do this on your own time as well if you're just curious but it's like how would you get to level three what would be like a way to do that you think off the top of your it says head. the door is closed trick it or reach level three in a different way mm-hmm. all you got to do is get to the next page basically uh you want to get to level three how would we get to level three well, there's a there's a hand pointing up, mm-hmm. which I assume is for a reason. Mm-hmm. So I would probably change the address to level three and then hit enter. Great. And now you're on level three, and <laughs> Great. so very easy to start, extremely right. easy. But uh, I I'll I'll let you like if you want you can move you know but just to give you a sense of like what it's like. That's that's, that's the premise. Okay. This was made in 2004. It's still up. And 2004? And okay. six, 17 years later, I believe only 100 people have gotten to the last level. Oh, <gasps> uh, How far have you gotten? Oh, man. So this is the tragedy. I What happened was, uh, so they used to have like a like a hall of fame. They still have it. But um, me and some friends, because I had never heard of this, but like I had, I have a friend who was like, "Do you know what this is?" Because he knew I love puzzles, and was like, "No, right. I've never heard of this." And I will say, you know, I if you do get into this, I will say I think it's like level eight. If you can do level eight, you and see just how crazy the puzzle is for that, I think you will enjoy not prawn. Because it is a game that just stretches your mind of like how how things work online. Like what what do you need right. to do to like uh, and and then it gets into just crazy puzzles later. So there's this Hall of Fame that we wanted to get into, and now it's I think because too many people cheated. Oh no! So they don't accept submissions for the Hall of Fame anymore. Uh, because there are 138 levels and there's okay. 82. This is kind of a spoiler for those who are interested in Opron. There, it goes up to like 82 positive levels, 44 negative levels, and then, and then 12 <laughs> Greek levels from alpha to, to, uh, to new or whatever. And we were, okay. we were in the Greek levels. Uh, oh shit! And then we got stuck on a puzzle. I believe I forget which one it was, uh, but it was just some of the craziest puzzle shit I've ever done. Like, 
and it took like we had we had like a group of four people we would just like meet on like you know like every other week and be like all right and we would spend like five hours six hours on one of these floors because it got that's it gets so it fun. gets to that point where you're like what on earth is this asking me to do and then and then mm. the level of like research sometimes you have to do sometimes i don't want to spoil any puzzles for anyone listening to this because it is a journey it is absolutely a journey but uh i'll just say this sometimes the page will have like a google search bar which means you got to use google that's all it's telling you and there's something (laughs) you have to learn or something you have to figure out or find or oh my god it's now this is like maybe motivating me let's just go i need to go back and like Maybe tackle this again. <laughs> I gotta go deep. Gotta get. Oh, back we in. got <laughs> deep. We got deep. But I like October 2020. They closed submissions for the Hall of Fame. Uh, what? No, that's so recent. I know. We 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 started oh, before then. What? We started like, I want to say I don't know, like June or something. I forget. So we were like, we can do this. We can do this. Uh, but now they don't accept the. Uh, I mean, there, there's still satisfaction to doing it just to do it, but I will say I did want to get our names in that Hall of Fame. I bet. But people people no, ruin it for sucks, everybody. Dude. But yeah, Napron, for those of you listening, if you like puzzles, this is, it gets insane. Just absolutely insane. And there are like threads of people who need, who can have like, like, like tip threads and stuff. Uh, very, it's it's almost impossible to find like spoilers for a lot of the later levels intentionally uh because people don't want other people didn't want other people to get far <laughs> sure. um that's actually awesome <laughs> i think but i think that's so rare. I, I guess now though because that's why they close it down that people must have been spoiling shit or something uh yeah. but anyway not prawn uh you know if you ever if you're ever like uh itching to do some puzzle solving uh i would say get firefox and then do uh try not prun like if you you have puzzle like puzzle friends who love puzzles it's really Mm. fun to like sit down and go okay what is the next thing because there's always this it's always this excitement of somebody goes i'm on the next page and everybody says like what what did you do like wait what (laughs) you're like yeah, it's like I hit level forty, and everyone goes, "Oh my god!" Like, um, it's 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 a very very addicting for puzzle people. But that sounds really fun. Yeah, it totally makes me want to like get a couple of people together and be like, "Let's do this." If you do, let me know how it goes, and I can even maybe offer okay. some suge- like tips for stuff I remember because. Uh, okay. But it, I'll tell you, if you do do it. I think it's number eight. It was. It's around that point. There's this ingenious puzzle at level eight, and that that's so early, right? Like I've done like hundreds yeah. of these, but I still remember level eight has this puzzle that my friend was like, "If you like this, if this is something that is fun to you, after solving this, it will compel you to continue as far as you can." Uh, so this is a, cha- awesome. a challenge to you and a challenge to the listeners as well because I don't think I've I don't yes. think I'm given a full pitch on this yet. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this turned out to be a very puzzle themed, uh, puzzle and uh, tabletop sort of themed episode, which 
yeah. which I, I I can get into. Um, but we're we're about uh, at the hour mark. So, uh, is there any any last things you wanted that to? Flew by. Yeah, any last things you wanted to bring up or? Not that I can think gotcha. of. This was nice. Yeah, no, I, I, I uh, just chill I, and talk about games and stuff. I, I had a good it. time, and and let me know if you do any any of the thing, you know, exit or not prawn or whatever. I'd, I will. I'd love to no, hear about it. Literally, I've I've ordered the exit games. Hell <laughs> They're yeah. already on the way. Hell yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Uh, where can uh, where can people <laughs> find you? Oh, um, I primarily stream. You can find me at Dexbonus, D-E-X-B-O-N-U-S. Um, and I do a lot of just like chit-chatting with a cup of coffee and talking about my kid, talking about D&D, whatever, and uh, playing games. So, yeah, it's a good time. Well, go go follow or not follow sub follow all the all the Twitch stuff. <laughs> this is how much I know about Twitch. Put your Twitch. eyeballs. Put your eyeballs. Put your eyeballs. eyeballs. On her eyeballs, and yeah, uh, but thank you. This has this has been great, and uh, hopefully there will be a lot of puzzle solving in your future. Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you for the the Rex. Absolutely.